It is 4 o'clock on Wednesday in J-Root Radio. You were just listening to the best in Jewish music. Now you are listening to the best in Jewish programming. This is your host, Yosef Chaim Schwab on J-Root Radio, giving you the best in live programming. This is Shidur Chai. Number 95, by the way. How is everybody? Bruchim Habaim and Bruchim Tihiyu. How is everybody today? Wednesday, March 19th, 17th of Adar. And the Parsha of Shmini, which Parsha's Poro coming up. Last week was Parsha's Achor. Now it's Parsha's Poro. Next week is Parsha's Hachodesh. And then in four weeks from Yesterday, we will, ha- we will have Pesach. Isn't that interesting? Four weeks from last Sunday, from Purim, we will have Pesach. So we're going to talk about Chodesh Elul and Pesach. First, let us introduce ourselves. We said already, the Yosef Chaim Schwab, and the program is called Gigantic Little Secrets of the Torah. Niflot HaTorah. Then we are going to tell you, if you're listening to me, then you know the number. If you want to, uh, the, tel- the radio station number is 97.5. If you want to talk to me on the Shidur Chaiv interactive radio, you call 718-683-5858. That's right. 718-683-5858. Shevachach Muneh. Sheish Mone Shalosh, Chameish Mone, Chameish Mone, 718-683-5858. And if you want to um, listen on a hotline, you don't have a radio or a computer, just dial the number 718-712-432-4217. You can't talk to me. I can talk to you. But if you want to talk to me, you better write this number down, 718 718- 683-5858-718-683-5858. We are ready now to talk about Chodesh Aviv, the month of Nisan, which is starting in a few weeks. Well, today is the 17th of Adar, so it can't start until the first day of Nisan, Happened to be April 1st, so that is in about two weeks. And then two weeks more will be Pesach. We're going to ask questions on Chodesh Aviv and on Pesach. We have in our new Safer coming out all the questions and answers on every single Yontov. Questions and answers on the 17 major and minor Yom Tovim. On Pesach we have 35 questions. 39 questions. That's right. And on Megillah's Shira Shirim, which we read on Pesach, we have more questions, about 30 questions. So let us start now on talking about um, Chodesh Nisan. Do you know that Chodesh Nisan is is called the month of Aviv? Do you know why? What does it mean, Aviv? Does anybody know? Why we call, call Chodesh Nisan the month of Aviv. You want to listen to the best of Jewish programming, you better tune in and get ready to call this number here, 
683-5858. And if you have a radio driving around, why don't you tune in to 97.5 FM to listen to J Root Radio. And if you want to go and tell your friends somewhere in California or Atlanta, Georgia, or Boston, or Texas, or Chicago, tell them tune in to um, jrootradio.com. JRootRadio.com. Anyone calling from outside of the New York area today gets a special prize. Okay? JRootRadio.com. Tell your friends to tune in to JRoot, R-O-O-T, JRootRadio.com. Are we ready for some questions on Chodesh Aviv? Why is it called Chodesh Aviv? What happened on Pesach? Mm-hmm. And um, what's the difference between chitim, kemach, and matzah? And tell me some of the mitzvahs of Pesach. We only have five mitzvahs. Can anyone tell me what that is? And then on the first night of Seder, we make a birthday blessing. Pesach is the birthday of Klal Yisrael. That's right. You see, it's Mitzrayim is the Bria of Klal Yisrael. So Pesach is the birthday. That's right. Birthday of Klal Yisrael. Mmm. What about Matan Torah? The birthday is on Pesach. The birthday of Am Hashem is on Pesach. Pesach, uh, seven weeks later. Okay, let us ask some more questions on Pesach. And the number to call right here, if you want to get some prizes, is 718-683-5858. Number one, why is Moshe's name not mentioned in the Haggadah? Right? Number two, why start our history with Lavan? Why? Why don't you start with Avraham, or Yitzchak, or Yaakov? Why do we sing, sing the Hishamda? They want to kill us every generation, so why do you sing is that? Is that a happy thing? Why don't we say Manishtano Halayla there on the first night of Sukkot? Don't you have to explain to your children why you're sitting outside in a little Sukkah? Why don't you say Manishtano Halayla Zeh Mikolelot? Why... Not on the first night on Rosh Hashanah or <laughs> Shavuos. Why don't you explain to the children every yontem? Why only Seder night do you say, And if you know Hebrew well, if you're from Israel, you really, the question is, Why is this different? Why is it so different? All right. If Magid is a mitzvah de oraisa, how come there's no bracha for it? We don't have a mitzvah de rabbanan or the raisa that has no bracha. Every mitzvah de rabbanan and raisa has a mitzvah, a bracha. Why don't we have a bracha for Magid? If it's one of the mitzvahs of Seder night. Why do we repeat rochza? For Motsi Matzah, we did Urchatz for Karpas. Why is Pesach called Chag Matzos? Why don't you call it Chag Pesach? Why is Mitzrayim called Kur Habarzel, the burning oven? 
Why no Shechianu for Biyor Chometz? We do it once a year. Why no Shechianu for Sfirah Saomer? We only do it one time a year. What's the difference between Kol Dichvin and Kol Ditzrich? This question is only for my listeners because they're all very smart people and they think. You know, your brain is like a parachute. If it's not open, it doesn't work. Hmm. You can't fast on the month of Nisan starting in two weeks. What are the four exceptions where you're allowed to fast in Nisan? Four exceptions. Now this is only for one or two people listening to me. One or two very smart people. If you only have three matzahs to your name for both nights, and you're one person, and you only have three matzahs for both nights, for one person, how do you do it? What's the procedure? How would you do it? What about if you have one kazayis of matzah for two people? One kazayis for two people. How do you do that? Why do you use chazeres, lettuce, for bitter? Oh, moror, it's not bitter at all. Onions are bitter. Uh, the real stuff, the horseradish, that's bitter. But the Gemara says the best of the best of the best of the moror is chazeres, lettuce. Why is it the best? It's not bitter at all. You have it on every tuna fish sandwich or a lettuce and tomato. Why do you use chazeres? It's not bitter at all. Why do the Ashkenazim not use a seh, a head of a sheep or a goat, or eat a roasted goat or sheep on Seder nights? Fire them, do that. They have a, on the Seder plate a head, a rush seh. When you stick your finger in the kos for doing the Dams uh, Vadei how come you can't drink that kos anymore? What happened? Why is eating kitnios? And it's their miso for Ashkenazim. That's right. Chayiv miso. I know it's a minute. But you have to listen to this program to find out why the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, if you eat, if you're an Ashkenazi, and you eat kitneos, Chayiv miso. That's right. Written in Shulchan Aruch. You don't believe me. I know that. That's why you have to listen for the answers. And the last questions. Last question. How come the little, smaller, broken matzah in the middle represents olam hazeh? And the big one, the afikoman, that represents olam habo. How come? Now we're going to open up the lines and see how many pikshim, smart young men and young women and older men and older women are out there to ask the question, to answer the questions on Pesach, or it's called Chag HaMatzos, or it's Chag HaAviv, HaKom Aviv, what does that mean, Aviv? Are we ready, Iran? Do we have any callers? Mandy, you're on the air. Um, could you ask me a question? Oh, I just asked 15. And I don't remember. Just well, you have to remember one of them. You would think about it and call back. Let's go so, to the caller. Yeah, one of the, one of the one that says Chaydesh Aviv is because yeah. the first one. Yeah. First Chaydesh. Yeah, why is it called Aviv? Why don't you call it just Chaydesh Nisan? Because it's the first Chaydesh. What? Call it Chaydesh Nisan. Call it Chaydesh Rishon. Why Aviv? What does that mean? 
Once you call, call it Chodesh Nisan, Chodesh Rishon. The head is the first part. Yeah, Rosh, yeah, Chodesh Rishon, very good. Why do you call it Aviv? Aviv, what is the head is not Aviv, head is Rosh. We should call it Chodesh Nisan, Chodesh Rishon. Why Aviv? You have to think, what? The Torah told us something. And the Torah it's written. Why would they tell us something that has no meaning? It has a big meaning. But, Mandy, why, don't, why do we call it Chodesh Aviv? You have to know. If you, answer, if you answer that, call me back and you'll get a prize. Okay, next call. Avigail, you're on there. Can you ask me a question? Yeah, just ask 15 questions. <laughs> Okay, go to the next call. Naftali, you're on the air. Yes. Naftali, go ahead. Um, you mentioned that um, Pesach is latest on Israel. Yeah. That birthday of Claudio Israel. Right. That, that's correct. You... You, di- you didn't mean to mention, but you expressed yourself that on Shavuos is birthday of Hashem. I think mm-hmm. it's not correct to say so. And uh, if you can explain yourself, what you meant would be better. Okay. He's very right, Rabbi What did I mean when I said the Pesach is the birthday of Kali when we took us out as an Am, we all went out as one nation, and very good. So we're a nation. So what does Shavuos add? Why do we say that Shavuos is the beginning of, of Am Hashem? What does that mean? Let me explain that very shortly. We were saved as one group on one night. Every single yid in the world was in Mitzrayim, and every yid went out that next the night, in the early morning of the 15th, and that's soil. That's um, some bigger, some, most people were tzaddikim, some were rishoyim, as you see, few rishoyim there. But seven weeks later, we got a, a Torah, a, a book. Well, it wasn't a book yet. A set of laws to be free. Cheres HaGuf is one thing. But do you have an agenda? Do you have some kind of a constitution? Do you have a some rules? Do you have a religion? Do you have rules? Where are, is your rules? You become Am Hashem when you are not, you're more than free from Pharaoh. Now you're connected to Hashem. That means Hashem took you out. He expects you, HaKadosh Satov, to show HaKadosh Satov by following the rules. That's called Torah. So in, in seven weeks later, we became Am Hashem. We have, we have to pay back. How to keep the Tayyak Mitzvahs. That's the difference. We were free from Pharaoh. Very nice. Now what do you do now? Make up your own religion? No, I took you out of Mitzrayim, only to give you this new um, Torah. You've got to keep the 613 mitzvahs, and the Goyim do not have to keep. And now you become Am Hashem. Before that, you were freed from Pharaoh. Great. Very good. You're no more slaves. Thank you. Wonderful. But now what? What, do you just do what you want? No, now you become Eved Hashem. That's a completely free person, free from the Yetzirah that drags you down. Now you're, you are free to do exactly what the Bora Olam wants you to do. Is that a good answer, Naftali? Ah, so I hear, so you said Am Hashem. I thought you said Hashem. And I, I no, no, Am Hashem. It. Now we belong to Hashem. Uh-huh. Naftali, so, that was uh, a very good uh, question, by the way. It shows you're a thinking person because... <laughs> 
It is a very fine point. You're free. You're good. Shkoyach. Now what? <laughs> you have to, you owe something to the Borolam, you know. Oh, yes. Torah. Got to keep all the myths. I've told totally you thanks for calling. Uh, Ruby. Ruby. You're on the air, Ruby. Ruby, go ahead. Ruby. Hi. Is I this Ruby? Ruvain? Is this Ruvain? Okay, yes, let's go. Iran, next call. Gittel, you're on the air. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure I was on. Okay, yes, you're you on now. Why the Torah calls it Chagamatos and yeah. you call it Pesach? Right. Uh, it indicates a relationship between Hashem and Bnei Yisrael. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate what Hashem did for us. That Pesach, He skipped over the houses and He saved us. And Hashem appreciates what we do for Him. That we bake the matzahs, that we eat the matzahs, and we are shown with his commandments. What does that do with Chagapesa? This is why I, I thought the question was why does the Torah call Chagamatzos and we call it Pesach? Right. And each, we each call it according to the name of to show appreciation. We appreciate that Hashem did the Pesach, the skipping over the houses, and Hashem calls it Chakamatzus in the Torah because He appreciates the mitzvahs that we do for Him, that we eat the matzah on paper. Very good, Gittel. I like that answer. Now can I give you another answer? You know you have a machzer, and it says first day Pesach, second day Pesach, third day Pesach, fourth day Pesach, fifth day. Do you know that's a mistake? Do you know Pesach never, 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 never was more than one day? Uh, that's why in Yalav Yovo, you'll never find Chag Pesach in there. You'll say Chag Matzos. Ah, Pesach was one day. Now you skipped over at night, and we killed the carbon Pesach, and at midnight, Pesach is over. Usser to eat the carbon Pesach after midnight. Then start seven days Chag because we can't eat bread, we eat matzahs. But Ravik de Miller, I heard him once say this publicly, the cloud Israel makes a big mistake. Pesach is one, 12 hours from chatzos, midday. You kill it, you roast it, you eat it. It must be finished by midnight. It's over. Then comes seven days, chagamatzos. And that's why in Yalviyov it never says chagapesach has there. So the machzer says, first day Pesach, second day, third day, fourth day. I know, it's very convenient, but it's not true. Pesach is only 12 hours, from chatzos to chatzos. And it's usher to eat the carbon Pesach after midnight. And you're not allowed to eat afakoman after midnight. So it's over after 12 hours. I know people call it Pesach, like in the beginning, years ago, they said a lead pencil. But you know that a lead pencil contains no lead. And rubber tires of a car almost have no rubber, mostly synthetic. But they used to be made out of rubber. And that's the way we talk about it. Really, 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 the Allah of Yovah says, Chagamatsu says that. Ah, because Pesach is over after 12 hours. Gittel, how do you like that? Very nice. Very interesting. I really learned yeah. a lot from you. Thank you. You're welcome. Next caller. Uh, Riva. Riva, you're on the air. Riva, Hi, go I ahead. Wanted to, I wanted to answer to why we don't say a bracha when we do the Mitzvah Magid. Oh, very good. Because we, we could, it's not only the Mitzvah for Pesach, it's the Mitzvah for like all year. All year to talk about the story? Well, we yeah. only have a mitzvah on that night. Haggadah is only the night of Pesach. Yeah, you can do it the rest of the year. That's called Talmud Torah. But mitzvah Haggadah, only that night. Uh, so if Magid is a mitzvah deraisa, why don't we have a bracha? 
I want to give you an answer, and everybody listening, because, you know, I'm walking off a sheet of 40 questions. By the time four weeks come, we'll be finished the 40 questions. You know what? You know why? My, uh, say tonight we have five mitzvahs. Two of them are from the Torah. Magid and Motzi. Uh, uh, Matzo. The other three are Drabanan. Arbakose, Akos, Amaror, and, and uh, Halel is all Rabbanan. These two mitzvahs are the Araisa, Magid, and Matzah. Matzah, you make a bracha. Very good. Why, if Magid is a mitzvah, the Araisa, why don't we have a bracha? You know what the question is? We do say a bracha. It's called Kiddush. Zecher Yitzias Mitzrayim, says Rabbeinu Yerucham. Also, we say at the end of Magid, before drinking the second coast, a bracha that has in it, Rab Amram Gon says, Asher Go'alonu, you redeemed us. So the bracha of Magid, the mitzvah of Magid has a bracha. Either Zeichel, you see it in the beginning, by Kiddush, or at the end, that big long bracha, before we start eating the, the Mara and the Matzah, Asher Go'alonu, you redeemed us, and that's what the whole story is about. Go'ulam. Very good question. I thank you for calling. Pesia. Pesia, go ahead. Okay, thank you very much. I love your program very, very much, and I would love to answer the bad, the Chodesh Aviv, what they call it, Chodesh Aviv. I mean, very good. Chodesh Aviv, we, uh, it's the, it has to be Mechulak to two parts, Av and Yud Bet. Av Ooh, is you the father it. of Yud Bet Kodashim. You That's see this? I was waiting for. I was waiting for. Hashem said this is it should be Rosh Chodashim, and that's why we call it Chodesh Aviv, and because it is the Rosh of the all the twelve months. What's your name? Pesia. Yeah. Yeah, you get a CD. You know what she said? Av Yud Beis. The father, the leader, the head of the twelve. That's what we say in English. Spring. I know, I know. But it really means Av Yud Beis. It's the Chodesh Aviv, which is the spring, but it's really the month where, you, where the Rinistan is the head of all twelve Chadoshim. Av Yud Beis. Aviv. Aviv is spring. I know. Very good. But it really means Av Yud Beis. Uh, stay online. Don't hang up. It's here, and we'll give you a, a CD. Let's go to the next caller. Mandy, you're in the, on the air. Yeah, you said that it doesn't say my shirt's name in the right. it does. Right. What do you want to tell me? Hello? Yes. Next caller, please. Shmuel. Who? Shmuel. Uh, you're not talking into the microphone, Iran. Shmuel. Shmuel. Okay, Shmuel, you're next. Yes, uh, how are you? Good. Baruch Hashem, Shmuel. Good, good. Just a quick question. You said that Pesach uh, is really only 12 hours from Chatzot till Chatzot till, uh, till at night, which they finish yeah. in the Kavach Pesach. So right. why, if that is true, which it is, I know it's true, why is it that we don't say in Yalav Yobo the first night in Pesach, Chag Pesach, and then very good. I, let me tell you, you're, very, you're a smart guy. I, first of all, I see that your brain is working. You know, I told him in the beginning, the brain is like a parachute. Both of them are no good if they're not open. <laughs> so, look, listen, you're right. From Shkia on to midnight, there's an overlap, a little bit of Chag Pesach and Chag Matzah. It's true. But since Chag is seven days or eight for us, we call basically 
it's the Chagamatzah. That's what the Al Yovel says. And it leaves out the word Chagapesa. But by the time you, you, dive, uh, you, you, you know, you, um, at the end of Sa'uda, at night, is probably after Chatzos. So you say Chagamatzah says that. Because mostly the Yontiv, the most of the eight days is Matzah. True. Well, Chagapesach is I over by midnight. That is excellent. Yeah, what's that? By Meir the first night, and Meir the second night, you say Chag HaPesach. Not in Yalav Yovah, though. I don't think so. I don't think, in Shmanesh, you say Chag HaPesach HaZeh, or Chag HaMatzah HaZeh? You should say in Meir the first night, and the second Meir, you should say in Meir Yalav Yovah, Chag HaPesach. Yeah, and why don't you? That's your question, right? I'm sorry? Your question is, why don't you? Right. Uh, answer, I told you, of, of I told you, Shmuel, Shmuel, I told you, 99% of the eight days is Chagamatzos, that's why. Okay. That's really why. Because 99% of the eight-day period is Chagamatzos, basically. Right, that's really why Yalabiovo and Shmuel doesn't have it, because 99% of the whole eight-day Yontiv is Chagamatzos, really. And, uh, right. yeah, I know what you're asking. Why don't you say the first night at least? Well, the time you bench, it's after sh- uh, night already. It's already Chagamatzos. No, no, no. The Pesach is over by midnight. In Meir. Okay. No, no, not benching. In Meir. Oh, in Meir before the Seder. Ah. Yes. You have a good question. Uh, you have to ask somebody else that question. I, 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 you, I don't know. You have a good question. Okay. Thank you, Shmuel. Okay. Uh, next call. Uh, it's there. you're on the air. Go ahead, Esther. Yeah, hi. I have a, I have a, I to, to, another question that my, you say bracha? Yeah. So I, my te- <coughs> my answer is that, what I do is that my is unlimited. So what? you don't say bracha, that's something that's unlimited that you can just. <coughs> what? I asked the question is, if Magid is a mitzvah derisal, so why don't we say a bracha on it? And we gave the answer. What is your answer? That. It's unlimited, so you can just talk and talk and talk about it. It's unlimited, so you can't really, you, you don't say bracha on it, because you're just talking and talking and talking about it, and you're just, um, I'm just talking about it, and, and there's no limit to it. You could say how, how, as much as you want of it. So well, Talmud Torah is no limit, but Haggadah is no more mitzvah after midnight. It's over because, until maybe the morning, until sunrise, but it's really over. There is a limit. There's no mitzvah at all during the year ever to talk about you see it's been slime except Seder night. And maybe it's even over at midnight. So really it does have an end. Talmud Torah has no end. But so if you talk to the Pesach story today like we are, that's called Talmud Torah. But if you do it Seder night, you have a special mitzvah of Haggadah. Only that night can you do that mitzvah. Lamont to stop there to tell it over. Only that night. If you do it now, like you and me are doing it, that's a mitzvah Talmud Torah. But specific mitzvah of Haggad is only Leil Pesach. So, but the abundant that did it is a thing that they still got a mitzvah doing it the whole time morning, because the last time in the morning. Well, let me tell you what I said to the, uh, to the caller five minutes ago. Rabbeinu Yerucham says, you're making the Kiddush before you started the Seder. Every Friday night you do that. Every Friday night, is, uh, you have to remember Mitzrayim. When you say on Seder night, you're going, you're making a mitzvah, the arisal of the man the whole story. And this is the beginning bracha of Haggadah in the Kiddush. And the end bracha is at that long bracha. Then Asher Galanu the Galas Avosayim in Mitzrayim Geula. You're 
making a bracha on the Haggadah story. You, what do you think it all came to? Gula at the end. That's why we tell the story. But Esther, I thank you so much for calling. Number I 11, please. Next caller, please. No more. No more. Okay, Rabbi Sai. Shall I ask you some more questions? Uh, some of you listened to the first question. Let me ask you a few more, right? Um, all right. Um, hmm. Why is a child allowed to steal the Afrikoman? Isn't it an Isser de Raisa of Losignovu? Losigno means kidnapping. Losignovu is money, something worth something, anything, five cents. Is, why, is it, why do you teach a child? Why do you teach a child to steal the Afrikoman? It's not bad chinuch. Isn't it an Isser de Raisa of Losignovu? Why do you want him to steal? Do you tell him it's just a game? To a five-year-old, he takes it seriously because he's getting his Afikoman present. You're teaching him to steal? Is that really good chinuch? Mm. I'm not the first one to ask this question. Is it that bad chinuch? Yeah, you hit it. He has to find it. And then he says, no, Dad, I'm, happy. I'm not giving it back unless you give me a, a scooter or, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, a, a little kid was going to ask for an uh, iPhone or maybe, I don't know, a little uh, a sitter, a chumash. The older boy's going to ask for a mishnayis. But, or maybe a kid that learns a lot, you know what he'll ask for? I want to go to Disneyland. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, but maybe they're going to ask for, I don't know, some paratitsis. I don't know, today there's much different. They want $200 presents, not a pair of scissors like we used to ask for, or a new, who knows, chumash, no, today it's an iPhone, iPad, everything about I, about me, you know, it's the, that's the I generation. They're going to ask for, uh, I don't know, a chleis, uh, gedolim cards, that's finished, old-fashioned. What are they going to ask for, a scooter, a motorized bicycle? Okay, the boy side, let me tell you some more things about, till we get some more callers. Now, um, if you forgot, if one forgot, can you make B or Chometz on Yontif itself? If you forgot to make B or Chometz, Erev Pesach, can you do it on Yontif itself? Can you do it after Yontif? You know, I'm not asking you a silly question. This is halacha. Next question. If you forgot to make Erev Tavshil on Erev any Yontif that comes out on a Friday, Shabbos, on the first day Yontif, can you make it on the first day Yontif? With a bracha? Erev Tavshilin? When do you take out two Sifre Torahs in the weekday? Not Shabbos. When do you take two Sifre Torahs out on the weekday? Can you drink the fifth coast at the Seder, number five? Is that, is that possible any way to drink the fifth coast at the Seder? Is that possible? Why do we make a bracha for Bittul Chomets? Why don't we make? Why don't we make a bracha for be or? Oh, we do. Why not for bittul chametz on the erev pesach in the morning? There. Why don't we make a bracha for bittul chametz? Mm. Why do we call it seder order? It's all mixed up. You make kiddush, and the kid sees you know when there's no suda, and then he tells the Tati, why do you make kiddush four times? This is crazy. And you make kiddush, then you wait three, three hours <laughs> before you eat anything. This is seder. You wash your hands and no bracha? And no emotsi? This is a seder? You take a beautiful matzah in the middle, you break it in half, this is, this is normal? Why? Pick up the kaira and push it away. You didn't eat yet. What's, it's crazy. Why is it called seder if it's all mixed up order? 
You ever heard of a guy making a kiddish and then you wait three hours till you give him the meal? Ah. Moror, which is the Rabbonon, not one of the Sheva Mitzvahs, the Rabbonon. We have seven Mitzvahs, that's not one of them. If Moror is the Rabbonon, so why isn't one of the Sheva Mitzvahs the Rabbonon? Why don't we say Shosa Nisim on Seder night? We said it uh, well, a few days ago by the Megillah. Yeah? All right, all right. Now, now let us go to the callers. Go ahead. Anybody online? Anybody there? Hello? Oh, yes. Who, what's your name? David. David. Go ahead, David. What would you like to answer? That you're allowed to burn the hamet on homo at night if you find it on Pesach. What's that? What's the question? You're allowed to do beer hamet on Pesach. Oh, how do you know that? If you find it on Pesach, you'll have to do a homework at night. Oh, the question was, um, could you make beer hummus on Yantif itself? You are 100% right. Can I tell you why? Do you know why? You can make beer. Let's say Air Pesach, you didn't do uh, beer hummus, uh, bracha on beer hummus. Uh, you can do it. You know why? Because on Yantif, you can do it even with a bracha, but after Yantif, you do it without a bracha. You want to say, where did you get that from? Well, I don't know if you ever heard of the book. It's called Shulchan Aruch, Simon Tuf Lamed Hay, 435-1, Aleph. It says it. That's right. He's 100% right, this child, this boy. If one forgot to make B-Ur Chameitz on the night before Pesach, can you make B-Ur on Yantav? Yes, you can. Well, how do you look for the Chameitz? Well, you have to look for the Chameitz. And you can't touch it. It's muksa, but you can cover it over. Isn't that interesting? Can you make beer hummus on Yontif itself, even after Yontif started? 100% correct. You are 100% right, David. You get a CD. You just ha- hang on a few minutes till the guy stops finishing mincha. He'll give it to you. Yeah. On Yontif, you can do it even with a bracha. Even with uh, Yontif. But after Yontif, without a bracha. Where is such a thing found? Shulchan Aruch. Tough. Simon Tuflamid Hay, four thirty five olive. Okay. David, thank you so much. Let's go to the next caller. Hello? Hello, who is this? Hadassah. Oh, Hadassah. Oh, I'm glad to have you back. You call all the time. Can you ask me a question? You I should ask you a question? Yeah. Why is Moshe's name not mentioned in the Haggadah, and he's the main man? about the whole story of Pharaoh and the Makos and everything. And why doesn't this... Don't you think he, he deserves honorable mention at least one time in that order? Well, uh, I never heard of that question. <laughs> that is a great question. Both you say, both the guy makes a birthday party for his mother and father, and there's no mother and father there. I mean, hello? Why is Moshe's name the main person who didn't want to take this job because he argued with Hashem for seven days at the snare, and finally he was forced to go to the most powerful man in the world and give him ten makos, and then he took us out, and he split the yamsuf, and you don't mention his name? Isn't that a bizarre? Isn't that a shame? Ooh, would you like to know the answer? Yeah. I'm going to tell you and all the listeners the answer. Listen, Rabbi Sao, and I'm telling you. This is not my answer. This is what all the Chachamim have said, because the focus of the Haggadah is only 
about the night of the Geula, which was orchestrated by Hashem Yisborach. Ani below Hamalach, Hashem said, nobody but me. Lo al-yidei hasholiach, not Moshe. Finally, the Makos Bechorot happened only because the Shekhinah came down, and in every single Goyesha house there was a dead body. The oldest, or the Bechor, male or female, the oldest animal, uh, the, even uh, the oldest person in the family, in the fam- even if you're not in the family. If you're in that house, you're the oldest person, you dropped dead. The oldest animals died. You know why? Because it, Egypt called themselves Bechor Ho'amim. So Hashem told Moshe to go to fire and says, no, Bani Bechori Yisrael. The firstborn nation on earth is Yisrael, not Egypt. They thought they were the, they were the most powerful. And Pharaoh thought he was the greatest man. He was a god. They said, people, you may believe. So Hashem said, yeah, you are God. We're going to kill you, and we're going to take your god, the sheep, and we're going to burn it, and we're going to eat it. <laughs> we're going to smear the blood on the wall. And what are you going to do about it, Mr. Mitzri? Nothing. And they were paralyzed for seven days. Finally, 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 they decided that chase to be eaten. Hashem had this perfectly set up that they should chase them and all get drowned in the Yamsuf. Not one Jew got hurt. Every single Egyptian soldier was drowned, including Pharaoh. Don't believe that he missed, that he met him, he left, got out of there. Ad, uh, uh, Ad, what does it say in the Shem? Ad Echad says the Chazal, even Pharaoh, what the king of Nineveh was a Gilgul of Pharaoh. Like Moshe Rabbein, it was a Gilgul of Hevel. You have to learn about Gilgulim. The man died. He was the firstborn Pharaoh. And he lived. He didn't die on the night of Machat Bechorus because Hashem wanted him to suffer, to see his nation destroyed. And then seven days later, he got drowned in the Yam Suf. Every Adech, when you look at the Mepharshim, not one lived, not one made it out, not even Pharaoh. Two, three hundred years later, a king of Nineveh was a Gilgal. Of Pharaoh, like 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 Bilam was a Gilgal of Lavan. I mean, this is well, that's what it is. Moshe killed Og. You know who the first Og was? Eliezer Evan Avraham was Og. That's right. And Moshe killed his great 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 grandson. Uh, yeah, five hundred years later. So we have to learn about Gilgulim. By the way, Hadassah, you're very smart, so you're going to get a, a, a CD. How's that? Thank you. You're welcome. Who's the Who's the next caller? Anybody? Nobody? If there's nobody on the line, we have to ask you simple questions. Okay, here's a simple question. How do you spell Pesach? Oh, you say pay Samaches. You know what that adds up to? 80 and 60 and 8 and 148. Yeah, who's on the line right now? Hello, who's this? Hi. What's your name? My name is Devorah. I wanted to know what, what is this book. You have a book about all these questions. I want to buy it. I'm very can buy it. It's called Gigantic Little Secrets of the Torah, Niflaot HaTorah. Now it is out of print. I printed it three times. Now we're printing it at the fourth time. Wait a month or two, you'll get it, okay? You you think you're going to have it before Pesach or not? No, no, not before Pesach. I'm going, I tell you what, if you want to see all these questions and all these answers, you go to TorahAnytime.com. Yes. And you push on my name, Schwab, right? Yes. 
and you'll see all the questions on the Pesach and about 30 questions on Megillah's uh, Shirim. And all the 49 things that start with seven, the whole big countries. Now, you wait two or three days because it's not up yet. You go to TorahAnytime.com. I have 380 videos there. And on Pesach, I put up all the Pesach questions. On Purim, all the Purim questions. On Hanukkah, all the Hanukkah questions. Rosh Hashanah, all the Rosh Hashanah questions. Lag Bomer, all the Lag Bomer questions. Uh, everything. So you wait two days, and you go to TorahAnytime.com. You'll see all the questions. If you go right now, you'll see questions on Purim. And then you're going to read some funny things about Purim. And then you're going to read some facts about Purim. And, uh, but in two days, we're switching it over to Pesach. Okay. I Is there any way to print it or not? Yeah, yeah, you can print it down. I'll give you permission. You can make a thousand copies. Okay, Yashkoyach. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Next caller. Yeah, who, what's your name? Hello, what's your name? Yehuda. Yehuda? Oh, go ahead, Yehuda. Go ahead, Yehuda. Yehuda, go ahead. All right, next caller. Who's? What is your name? Hello. Introduce yourself. Hello. Nobody there? Okay, nobody there. Uh, anybody on the line, or should we just continue with some more questions? All right, uh, nobody uh, there. Uh, if you're there, please speak. All right, anybody on the line? Anybody on the line? Hello? Hello. What's your name? Uh, Ray Ray. Ray Ray. How do you spell that? R-A-Y. Yeah. Ray? Yes. Okay. Ray Lay, L-A-Y? R-A-Y. R-A-Y, L-A-Y? Ray Lay, like that, or just Ray? Ray. Oh, Ray. Are you a girl or a boy? <laughs> boy. All right, Ray, what does that stand for? Huh? What does that stand for? Ray? Is it a Hebrew word, English word, or Spanish word? English. Well, Ray, go ahead, Ray. You're on the air. What, how can I help you? Could you please ask me a question? Yeah, how do you spell Pesach? Paper? Pesach. Passover in Hebrew is Pesach. You know how to spell it in Hebrew or you don't? In Hebrew? Yeah, in Hebrew, yeah. All right. If it's too hard, let me ask you something. When is Pesach coming out? What day of the month does Pesach come out? Yeah. Do you know the gematria of that? Pe is 80, Samach is 60, and 8, Ches is 8, um, 148. Yeah, does that mean anything? 4 and 1 is 5, and 5 and 8 is 6. Hametz? No, no. Uh, 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 Pesach is 148, if you add it together. 5 and 8 is 13, and 1 and 3 is 4. Yud K Vav K. Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, nobody else. It wasn't a, a uprising. People made a revolution. They fought their way out of Mitzrayim. No, no. We walked out without an army. It was Yud K Vav K, which is four letters. He took us out of Mitzrayim. That's how we got out of Mitzrayim, a miracle. You know how, what's going to happen when Mashiach comes tomorrow, maybe, or next week, or next month? Same thing. The enemy will be destroyed, and Yisrael will be saved. And it's going to, it's, Mashiach is a very, very bad day for Rishoyim, and a very good day for Tzadikim. Even if you're a guy, and you're a decent guy, and keep the Shev Mitzvah, 
you will have a wonderful time. If you're a Russia, you're going to have a bad time. Like the Egyptians got destroyed, the whole army was drowned, and no Yid was hurt. Not even one person had a scratch. And just like in Purim, 75,000 Goyim were killed and not one Yid in two days. That's the way it's going to be when the Mashiach comes tomorrow morning or next week or next month. We don't know when, but it says the Nisan Nigalu, we once were redeemed from Egypt and Mitzrayim, but Nisan Asid and Likol. It will come in the month of Nisan, which is two weeks from today. We could have Mashiach here in two weeks, you know that? One, uh, about one and a half weeks. That's right. Uh, let's say one week and a half, Mashiach could come in Nisan. Because the Gemara tells us he came and he will come. But Nisan, Nikalu, we got out of Mitzrayim in Nisan. But Nisan, Asid, and Nikalu, Mashiach will come in Nisan. Well, after Nisan, you mean you have to wait 11 months? Doesn't it say, he could come any day of the year? So why do you say he has to come in Nisan? Who said he has to come in Nisan? It's most probable he will come in Nisan. And maybe even if he comes in Eor, Teves, maybe Gedolei Yisrael knew about it from the beginning of Nisan. They didn't want to tell anybody about it. Maybe the Mashiach is here already, and only a few Yechidim know about it, and they don't want to tell anybody. All right, very good. Ray, you asked a very good question. Any other questions? Okay, who's on the air? Anybody? If nobody's on the air... We will t- ask you some more questions. We have a lot of questions on Pesach because it's a very big yontif. What is more important, Pesach or Shavuos? If we couldn't have the Torah, if we didn't get out of Mitzrayim, so Mitzrayim is more important, right? No. Mishuas is more important because if you don't have a Torah, then you can't celebrate Pesach because you don't know the dinner. So what's more important, Pesach or Shavuos? If you don't have a Torah... Moshe Rabbeinu was there then for them. But if we don't have a Torah, we don't know how to dinim, how to keep Pesach, or Shavuos, or Sukkot, or Rosh Hashanah, or Yom Kippur. So, but, but, so Shavuos is more important, Matan Torah, right? But on the other hand, Pesach is more important because we wouldn't have... <laughs> if you don't get out of Mitzrayim, you can't go to Harsina and get a Torah. So which one is more important? Like you say to a person, what's more important, your brain or your heart? If you don't have a brain, well, then you have a heart. You live like a, like a vegetable. And if you have a brain, but the heart's not working, you're done. You're finished. What's more important, the transmission or the engine? Well, if you have a great transmission, you can go somewhere. But if the engine is working great but no transmission, you know what you do with that car? You can turn on the heat. You can sleep there, listen to the radio. The radio, but you're not going anywhere, not going in one inch even. So you need the, radio, uh, the engine and the transmission. You need the brain and the heart. You need the Torah and you need freedom. You can't not a function unless you're a Ben Chorin. You only can be a Ger if you're free. That's why an Evakanani can never be a Ger. You have to free him first. Then he can choose to become a Yid. All right, anybody else on the line? David, you're on the air. Hello? Go ahead, David, you're on the air. Can you ask me a question? Oh, yeah. How many weeks between Pesach and Shavuos? Um... How old are you? Fourteen. Fourteen. Did you ever in your life count Sphira? Oh, seven. Oh, good morning. Uh, 
Seven. Very good. Now I'm going to ask you another easy question. How many days from Shavuos to Pesach? Um, 30. No, 43, because 43 and 7 is 50. We have 50 weeks. That's very hard. David, I'm going to ask you an easy question. Very easy. What, what is the mitzvah? How many mitzvahs does Pesach have? One, two, three, four, five? Uh, okay, another question, David. You know, why don't three. you say on the first night three. of Sukkot, huh, what? Three. Name them. Mitzvah, Matzah, Elmer, and Pesach. Pesach what? What does that mean, Pesach? To eat the carbon Pesach? Uh, we don't eat carbon Pesach anymore nowadays. The Pesach has five mitzvahs, David. Let me tell you, because you're such a nice boy, I see, that you want to get to hear, learn some Torah. Pesach has five mitzvahs. Two of them are from the Torah. Three of them is from the Rabbanan. The mitzvah, also, the two mitzvahs. Hmm? three of them are from the second day of Pesach. Yeah, all of them are the Rabbanan on the second day. Correct. Very smart boy. Woo! But the first night, you have Lamantisaper Haggadah to tell the story. You have to tell it. That, that night, it's all over by 12 o'clock. It's over. finished. You have to have the Haggadah finished by 12 o'clock. And you have to eat Matzah. Only that night. The next night is Rabbanan. So you have Mitzvah to the Raisa, two from the Torah. Matzah, to eat Matzah, because it says in the Torah, the Erev Tochlu Matos. First night in Israel, they only have one night. So the first night, it is at the rice. So the second night is Rabbanan. So the first night is a Torah mitzvah to eat matzah and to tell the story, the man to sapir. The three Rabbanans we have is Maror and the Arabakosos and the Haggadah. So some smart guy may be listening and say, oh, oh, there's another one. Benching. <laughs> no way. Benching you do every day of the year. We're talking about Pesach mitzvahs. There are five. To the Raisa, that means Haggadah, you got to tell the story. And, um, and, bear, and eat a piece of matzah. How much matzah? Big machlokas. Half a matzah, your yotze. But we eat a lot of matzah. We eat one, two of them for motzi matzah, and one for koreich, kazayin, and shulchan, uh, for, then for um, uh, 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 afikoma and a couple, about five matzahs. But your yotze, if eating one matzah, in fact, all you have to eat is a half of a hand matzah and maybe a third of a machine matzah. You're 1,000% yotze. All the other things are minhogim. Um, okay, so we have um, five mitzvahs on that. David, any more questions? You, ha- you have any questions you want to ask me? Um. Let me ask you a question. When you, the, at the Seder is finished, are you still awake or are you, are you sleeping? Awake. Awake. And what do you say the last thing in, in the Haggadah? What's the last thing you do? The last thing you say? Hello? No way much stuff after that. Oh, you a Sephardi? No. Okay, you're an Ashkenazi. How is not the last thing? What is it? Afikaiman. Uh, no, that's what you eat. What's the last thing you say? At the end of the Haggadah, what does it end with? What's the last 
last, last thing. Chagadio. What? Chagadio. Chagadio. You know what that means, Chagadio? No. Okay, let me tell you. If you tell me what that means, you're going to get a prize. Chagadio. You have to know what that means. Call me back in the next five minutes. I'll give you a prize. Let's go to the next caller. Shaul, go ahead. Shaul. You had said that. Did you say that um, uh, Og was a Gilgul of Eliezer? Uh, yeah, interesting, isn't it? Look at the but Eliezer Ebed of Rome. Og lived in the time of Eliezer. He lived in the time of Abram. He was a ah, very good. So there were many Ogs. The Gilgul of Og was Moshe Ben who killed him. And, um, and uh, Eliezer Ebed of Rome, believe it or not, was Og Melech Maybe he was a, 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 the first one. Maybe there were one before Eliezer, probably, because by the time Avram lived in the time... Huh? But Eliezer was, was, was a tzaddik here, according to the marriage went... No question about it. Who said the first Og was a Russia? Who said? Now, you get no, the safer call. No, but Eliezer, Eliezer was a tzaddik. He never died. So how uh, could Og be a beautiful of, of Eliezer? Oh, Eliezer went into a Gan Eden alive. It says, Atisha, right. so, Yeah. So he could have been a tzaddik. Og is Gilgul. Yeah, Gilgul, probably. Look in the safer, Ishei HaTanach. Every single name mentioned in Tanakh, and Chumash is part of Tanakh, you'll look it up that Eliezer Melchaboshan. Can you imagine such a thing like this? I know it's, it's uh, interesting. But how could it be if he, if, if he never died? And a Gilgul is only when a person dies. No, you have a good question. And you know, when you come to Midrashim, you can't argue about Midrashim. They could yeah. be literal, they could be only a marshal. Could be. You're 100% right. I always thought about that too. But get to say for Isha Tanakh, look up Eliezer of Avram. It says over there, Ogmal Chaboshan. I can't help it. <laughs> okay, okay, so okay. thank you. Welcome. Okay, thank you. Who else is online? Hello, any more? David, go ahead. David, go ahead. David. All right, next. Yocheved, you're on the line. Yocheved, you're on line. You're on live. I have a question. Go ahead. Um, we, um, the Eden ate the matzah until a month after they went out of Mitzrayim, and then they Correct. had the month. Right. So why on Shavuos do we eat milchik? We eat milchik because they said that they had tray for kalim, but really they didn't eat milchik someplace because they ate the man. Very good. You are a smart person, Yocheved. They ate perurim, the crumbs of the matzah, for one month until they got the man, and then they, they were eating milk. Uh, they were eating flat milk and meat together, by the way. Together until the Shavuos. The man was milchik? No, no, but they were eating animal meat and milk together. Nothing to do with the man. They had man, but they were eating basav and together until they got to Torah. And that morning, when they got they got to Torah very early in the morning, the Sarah said, Dibros. And they were very smart people. They knew already what Hashem said, whatever he said, was not in the Sarah Dibros, but they knew right away that it's usher to eat basav so they didn't know what to do. So they milked their goats or their cows, they had cheese. Then they had, but they had the man. They, no, no man and shavuos. Oh, the man fell. You're right. So man is not milk and flesh. It's parva. So why, they they, did why have, did they eat the milk and meat if they had man? Oh, that is your question. Woo! Good. If they had the man, what do you have to eat anything else? Yochevet, I can't answer that question. You are a smart person. 
if after 30 days they had the money. So why did they eat meat and milk? Wonderful. That is a good question. I've got to figure out for next week. We have come to the end of the line. Yocheved, you have left me thinking. You are part Can of I the... Can I call you th- back next week for an answer? Yeah, 100%. You are a chachama and a piquet. Because you're thinking. See that, Rabbi Sai? You hear what this listener said? If they had 30 days after Pesach, man, why would they eat Bosch of Cholov? Why? It tastes like anything you want it to taste like. It could taste like butter, like chalab. Why do you have to have a... Oh, very good, Yechevet. I thank you for giving me this idea. Okay, Rabbi Sai. Remember, Atem Hadveikim Hashem Alekeichem Chaim Kuchem Ayom. If you stick with Hashem in the Torah, you're alive. Vaikazun and Tehibari.